I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero, Mama. A real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We'll make you a superhero. Are you ready to become the hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. It is the show that gives you a positive escape from all the crap around you. Christmas is just one week away. Okay, is it me or did December kind of fly by really, really quickly? I don't know about you, but we're still waiting for snow. But in the meantime, we've got a special guest joining us today. Lots to nerd out on. Some new music. Oh, yes. Including some unique Christmas songs to check out. And of course, more recommendations on things we are watching and consuming. That's a Christmas present. You have Christmas in France? Christmas. Christmas. Let's rock it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Welcome to the Real Brian Show. (laughs) Oh yeah. Christmas. Christmas. (laughs) Do you have Christmas in France? Hi, French people. We've got French fries. French dressing. <laughs> and for dessert, Peru. Peru. Oh my gosh. That is, uh, that is, I, I forgot about that quote and then I found it and I, I was listening, I was watching the movie and I just went, dude, we've got to use that, man. That is a classic uh, right there. Oh, hey, Captain. Hey, Captain. Hey, dude. What's up? What are you doing? Uh, got a, my, my balls are, are dangling there, here. Um, my yeah. Santa hat. Yeah. What, what are you wearing? You look like, uh, kind of like Yoda. With a Santa? Yeah, it's, is- kind of, it's a very Yoda Christmas this year. Um, Good. Um, yeah. <laughs> Presents. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, I'm like, la- I'm laughing. I'm sorry. This is not a funny show. Stop laughing. And I've got a, I've got a lot of energy, so I'm bouncing a lot. So yeah. forgive me if I'm bouncing a little bit. Uh, yeah. I just can't stop. So that's <laughs> great for you. I'm glad you're Yoda today. You are the wise one. All right. Does that work? I am the wise one. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, at good. least I'd like to think I am. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good for you, man. I'm well, the older one too. So. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, anyway, welcome yeah. to the Real Brian Show. Thanks for joining us. It is it is so great to be back. Christmas is a week away. I mean, this is like a week from today is Christmas Eve. So for those of you who uh, forgot that, you know, it's Christmas already, then I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's all right. You know, and if you don't, if you don't celebrate Christmas, that's okay. Well, that's true. Uh, but you still got to see it coming, right? I mean, yeah. how can you, how can you not? I mean, I saw it coming, except for the snow. I mean, I look outside and I go. Yeah, you know, nothing. that's, a, that's a mixed blessing. You know, snow is a good thing for yeah. Christmas, right? Because we it's a comforting and, and traditional yeah. thing yeah. in the Northern Hemisphere. Uh, but 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 when it's not there... But you can go out and you can it, bike you, and you can enjoy the beautiful weather, you know. And you can, and you can not worry good. about hitting other cars in front of you on the slick roads. Stuff well, I was like going to say, so that doesn't really matter. People yeah. still hit people because they're on their phones. Sorry to but say. not as often as if it were snow on the ground. Well, so, you know, the first or second snow, I would agree with you because then people are like, I forgot how to drive in a storm. <laughs> it, it, it's <laughs> Is bad. Is that what they're like? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> they're just out there like. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's terrible. And yeah. I'm just like, I'm you going back roads. These people, I don't trust them. You're really high energy too tonight, dude. That's I don't even awesome. know what's going on, man. I, I, I have had like, I think a quarter cup of caffeine today. That's about it. I think I'm just excited to be here. So do you remember the real Brian show? Really excited about life. That's the acronym. That's what I was told anyway. So yeah, I feel like it uh, kind of fits. 
Well, I yeah. think I need to stop here and, and welcome somebody because, you know, some of you may not even like, you might not even have been born since this person's been on last. So I want to welcome back yeah. to the show. Let's see. She goes by caffeinatrix, uh, Nality, Trendsetter. Nality. There you are. Hello. Oh, here I am. <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> it's so good to Thank see you. you. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. Good to see you. And on video with us. This is I awesome. Know. Video. And you've oh got to see each other. What do you have going there? This is there? the first time I've ever seen Captain Influence. Yeah. I know. What I did had you think build, he looked like? I had yeah. to build a mental image of what you looked like based off of your voice. Everyone does. Yep. And yeah. you don't look like what I thought. For that's what everybody reason, says. You were bald. <laughs> <laughs> that's what everyone says. That's awesome. You know, I'm in my 40s. And I must sound like a bald dude. Yeah, but I, I have a I have a mostly full head of hair. Is that can you see that? Oh, my thing came your, your hair is thick, you dude. Hair? You've got like that Italian it's, hair, man. I've said this before when I was younger. The the hairstylist always commented on how thick oh your hair is so thick, it's amazing. Oh I just want to well, run my, my hands through your hair. To thin out, but it never it never continued to thin out after my twenties. So that's good. It's just stayed the same thinness since I was in my early twenties. Which is still well, very thick. Well, I don't thick. have the thickest hair either, so. Um, <laughs> my my hair is very really thick. Better. It never has been. <laughs> it's thin and fine. <laughs> what I want to know, uh, Caffeinatrix, is am I more handsome than you expected me to be? Or? <laughs> oh, that's a dog. Oh, She's going to be like, I'm well, just, I no. can't lie. So just like as, as, in, as if you're speaking to an older uncle type of thing, like I, is, am I a handsome older uncle or just a uglier or were you like uncle. man he's got to be one ugly dude or like wow yeah. his voice was sexy and now i'm disappointed i honestly don't care oh my i honestly God. don't care <laughs> well you guys so are putting you me on the spot you know, right everybody now. should well, be put on the spot on this one the only thing i pictured was that you were bald okay. and that you were cleanly shaven that's oh. it so okay. i didn't really have okay. any other expectations and neither of those were right. correct well there right. you go so, i just so, don't want to be a disappointment that's all I don't so, either. No, I don't either. You're yeah. never a disappointment. Captain and I talked about this. As I said, when we get on video, people have only ever heard of us. That's it. They've heard our voices. You know, what are they expecting? Well, rewinding yes. to our whole story of like meeting when I had listened to the podcast, the Harbinger episode, mm-hmm. and then you came into the store and you were like, oh my gosh. And I was like, what? Yeah, you didn't look like what I... I don't even remember what I thought I was you looked say, like. You, what did you because think? Because it's been, it's been so long now, I don't even remember. Now you just yeah. look like yourself in my brain. Well, I have to say, Natalie, you look exactly like what I expected you to look like. So Really? Wow. Yeah, Wait, for whatever the first reason, time you guys have seen each you're, other you're too? You're more or less what I thought you'd look like. So. Oh, how funny. See, yeah. and I only well, met you with your face. So it, it just... I yeah, had that's no, true. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. I know. I, I really hope that though people don't look at us and go, man, you're... you're wow. Wow. I, I really pictured yeah, like turn it off. here turn it off. and you're like, wow. <laughs> 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 Let's hope not. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't now, know about now, you, but I feel good. That concludes the superficial part of the episode. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now let's get into the deep stuff. What are you drinking? Mm. Yeah. Uh, Caffeinatrix, you go first. You know me. I'm always drinking coffee and water. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> nothing interesting. What kind Nothing of coffee? What there. region? But you know what? What roast? It's kind of like, I don't know. Someone else made it for me. <laughs> don't you have a roaster? I don't know what it was. <laughs> this time of year, also, actually, apple cider. Mm, so yes. good. Oh, yeah. I've really grown to enjoy apple cider. 
speaking of apple cider, I think it's time to actually go make some. So actually, I'll be right back. You guys uh, talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, I should have made some before <laughs> oh, the show, um, but I'm just drinking Adam's Ale again. So just okay. plain ice water for me. That's too bad, man. Well, I got Candy Cane Lane finally. By the way, you know, Celestial Seasonings, for whatever reason, their holiday teas have been out of stock. So I found this on Amazon. I got like oh. six boxes worth. Oh, okay. Well, all right. So Candy Cane Lane. <laughs> and of course, oh, we found Jeez. some chocolate peppermint tea, which is actually really good too. And then eggnog, of course, which I don't have any right now because I thought that's just going to ruin my voice because it's all, you know, like really thick and you'll be like <laughs> packing up, you know, oh, yeah. God. Hey, hey. that's why you drink tea, you know, but anyway, I'm honestly, wait, hold on. I'm drinking more. So I wanted to, I wanted to share this. My parents made a hot rum toddy, which I've never oh, had yeah. before. It's like this pay. I, what is it? Like a dough concoction that kind of dissolves in hot liquid. And then you put rum and hot water and mix it up and it's all spiced. It's like spiced rum toddy. I'm, yeah. It's been you years since about? I had a hot rum toddy, but yeah, I've, I've never had I, I've one. Never, so. I've never seen one made, but I've had one. So yeah, and you know, of course, me, I, I I don't drink alcohol, so I'm like boil it out, woo, you know. That's just I'm weird, but that's okay. It still tasted phenomenal because I love the flavor. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't drink eggnog with rum. No, no, but I love the rum flavor. I don't drink eggnog. Mm, have oh. you had you had morning fresh eggnog from you know Northern Colorado's best dairy? No, I haven't actually. Oh, so you haven't you haven't lived? Is that the best? It hands down. <laughs> I mean, everybody has different taste preferences, but I can tell you right now that when I have had other eggnogs, it's like, it's kind of like, you know, five-star restaurant and then everything else is like McDonald's. Literally, that's, that's the difference. I don't know. McDonald's has Whoa. some pretty decent coffee sometimes. So, uh, <laughs> quite a difference. Maybe we should kick but him off the show here. right now. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I also had, we had a flight that one of the coffee shops in town that roasts their own coffee. They had like, these different, we're like, well, could we do like a flight of, you know, like six, eight ounces or whatever they are. So they did the, the white chocolate peppermint, but then, it, but this is a good one. White chocolate peppermint mocha. It's not that sweet, but just a touch. Um, did I say mo- matcha? White chocolate peppermint matcha. Matcha. Yes. Fantastic. Much more interesting. It, that's yes. Sorry. Matcha. When I said mocha, I was like, wait, what did I just say? Matcha. It's like, the, it's the feminine of macho. Uh, yes, mm. exactly. Yes. So yep. it was a matcha drink. And then I roasted two decaf coffees. Now, here's the thing. Obviously, decaf is usually associated with old, crappy, whatever. Decaf I get is like the same coffee that everybody uses in all of the high-end coffee shops around here. Exist, you know, they process them. So I found one because usually it's like you get a decaf Mexican or you get a decaf Sumatran and that's all they ever sell. They had Ethiopian. They had an Indian monsoon Malabar. And I, in, I roasted both of those. Ooh. Oh, nice. oh my gosh. Wait, so I've been like drinking so some great decaf. Me, what do they do stuff. to the beans to get rid of the caffeine? Caffeinatrix. Oh gosh. You should know more than I do. <laughs> I should. It's been a while since I worked at the coffee shop. It's some chemical yeah. thing that they do. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> we're staring at you. <laughs> it's kind of, we're trying to do uh, for those of you watching on YouTube, we're trying to do a little Brady bunch thing, you know, where you stare at each other in the picture frames. You know, if it you're, worked. if it you're worked. not watching, you're so missing out right now. I'm telling you what, yeah, there's a, there's right. a process. They have a CO2 process, the water process. They have a something else that doesn't use any gases at all. I don't even know. It's okay. like a newer something. <laughs> great hey, question. Works, I love That's decaf, a great question. So. If it's done right. And if it's a high quality bean to start with, it tastes just like a regular coffee. Okay. Yeah. But most of the time and it's finding a good decaf quality. is very rare. It's super hard to find a good decaf yeah. that tastes good. I, and I've been, uh, I've been drinking the Starbucks 
store-bought decaf, just their house. Oh, get out decaf. of here. Get it's fantastic. Here. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. But hey, I don't drink my coffee black. I put, I put cream and, and, uh, and uh, monk fruit sweetener in it. So yeah. um, that might make a lot of difference. At least you just, you've well, moved I up bet to it the would taste fruit. even better if it wasn't Starbucks. <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah, you're That's talking to two, co- two coffee snobs here. I know. You, you could order. Maybe yeah. I should uh, roast you some coffee you and send have it to you. Have you heard of, this isn't sponsored, but. <laughs> I wish it was. <laughs> have Where's you heard our of money? Beanbox before? Which one? Beanbox? It's like a, yeah, it's called Beanbox. No. And it's a subscription, a monthly subscription. <laughs> You guys keep throwing me off every time you do that. And they send you, I think it's from Seattle, and they send you a box of like a bunch of different coffees to try, like whole mm. bean. Oh, that's cool. So I don't know. Maybe but, there's like a decaf version, but it's it's not that expensive. Um, and you get like box. high quality, like good coffees. Mm. Okay. Bean I box. would be into that, but I can only drink decaf now. So that'd be great if they can just do decaf. Yeah, yeah you should look into it. Okay, that's a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We keep looking at each other in the boxes. It's it's fantastic. So anyway, yes, the the decaf that I get though, the Ethiopian that I had tastes better than most regulars I've had. Period. It's amazing. Oh, nice. So it does exist. It's just you have to find the right one and do it right. Maybe I'll send you a sample. You should send him some. Yeah. Yeah. Look at us. See, yeah. In sync. Yes. For Christmas. In sync. Yeah. Yeah. Please send me something, Brian. Uh, What I really wish though is that. Natalie, you would use your awesome Gene Cafe roaster, yeah, and roast something too, because uh, that's a beautiful roaster. I, know. <laughs> I need to do it. My my dad actually roasted the other day some. I don't know. I think that's cool. It's a little too dark for me. But okay. Yeah, I yeah, mean, I like it's just in our coffees. garage, so it's up for okay. grabs. Mm. Wait, the roaster's up for grabs? Yeah. Well, to people who live in my house. Oh, I'm thinking like <laughs> I'll be right over. <laughs> No, you know, I've got this, I've got this old roaster that is, I think starting to go on its last legs. You know, it's one of those, the, the entry level roasters. They don't even make it anymore. It's kind of sad. I liked it because it has a catalytic converter in it. So it doesn't smoke your whole place up. And of course, although we have a window in our kitchen, so that's kind of nice. We can just like pop it right out. But the one I would love is that gene cafe. Cause it's got the tube and everything that you can push out a window and stuff like that. And Oh, it's nice. Mm-hmm. It's nice. So mm. I don't know though, because some of the lower end roasters nowadays are, are, you know, if you get like, oh, it's a hundred dollar roaster, but it's kind of like, eh, you can't really control anything. So <laughs> your coffee is at the mercy of whatever the roaster decides to do, which if you want dark or light or you, you can't really choose that very well. That doesn't make any sense, but okay. Uh, it's cheap. You get what huh. you pay for. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. It's like a cheap espresso machine. Yeah. It will okay. give you coffee, but it won't taste it's like espresso. probably not consistent. Mm-hmm. It doesn't taste great. And then also if you have a bad grinder, yeah. that impacts it too. Oh my yeah. gosh. I've got the Virtuoso and that is one of the grinder, you know, mm-hmm. that's a really nice grinder. It grinds everything super evenly. It's nice. Yeah. You got like those Cuisinart grinders, you know, that just the bean beaters. Gosh, yeah, yeah, those uh, those are. I mean, hey, they're they're cheap, and you can get them going, and they do the job, but they can't really extract. The, we're nerding out on coffee in a way that people are like, huh? But I'm like, serious. What? It's like it, it really matters. You know, the the water you use. If you have high quality water or filtered, if you're using a high quality grinder, yada yada. The beans. There's a lot that mm-hmm. goes into this, and that's why people go, well, I can't make my coffee taste like that at home. There's a lot of reasons. I've heard if you're looking for a machine. 
that you are supposed to allocate like 40% of your budget to the grinder. Your annual budget? 60%. Holy crap. Well, the, the budget for your machine that you're going to buy. <laughs> Just, uh, <laughs> I should have been more specific. But yeah, because if money. you get a really good machine, but yeah. then you cheap out on a grinder, your the quality of your coffee is going to be like, not good. I've even read this. Some people say that the grinder is sig- like I use a pour over. I just have a little stainless steel pour over with a filter embedded in it. And it's, it's like a, it's like a French press essentially, except you don't get all the sediment at the bottom, but you do get all the oils, you know, like in a French press, you get the real full extraction, but, and you get the oils from the coffee, but then you also get some sediment. This is like yeah. everything like a French press minus the sediment, the way that it works. Cause there's no paper filter or anything. And it's amazing. It's huh. cheap. But yes, the grinder is, is significantly more important. So anyway, anybody last minute Christmas gifts, you know, thinking what, what I want right now, you know, you can get yourself a grinder, a good grinder or get, you know, for your, your, I don't know, your two year old, two year old or something like that. Two, two year olds love good grinders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good times, man. Yeah. Especially a, a, a battery powered one. Yes. Oh no. I'm talking about the full electric man. You know, Hey, stick oh. your finger, right? All right. So Natalie, <laughs> caffeine matrix trendsetter. What are we going to call you today? I don't even know. It's up to you. Um, dealer's choice dealer's choice I have my cards right now sorry <laughs> i'm partial to caffeinatrix for i am too because well we, and we've been talking about coffee but you got to talk about what's new with you i mean we haven't had you on like i said 26 years what's been going on another quarter has gone by in yeah. school which was less dramatic than usual <laughs> that's good i have new roommates which is great no sign of the rats which oh, is good. great <laughs> running it back to our last catch-up this last quarter, I actually was able to do a few transportation projects, which I never said like, oh, I'm not, I'm not a transportation designer. I wasn't very interested in transportation, but then look at me go. <laughs> I'm doing like two transportation projects. So I worked on um, a cockpit for oh, nice. a Gulfstream jet. Have you heard of Gulfstream before? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I, I know I, my planes I actually. Jets, yeah. yeah. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. 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 Luxury business jets, basically, um, yep. for those who don't know, but they're very expensive. And so we were briefed with redesigning the cockpit of the plane. So that was a whole project um, that I did with a whole team, except <laughs> there were only like four industrial designers on the team and the rest were fibers, which was important because we needed to rethink materials within the cockpit as well. But it was a lot of project for four people, but we got it done and we did a good job. I also worked on like a real life hovercraft, oh, so um, cool. wow. which is so cool. I think it's going for photo shoot soon. So I should be getting photos soon of it. Cool. So I'm excited about that. But yeah, it's going to have its like big debut over the next quarter. And then it's going to go on a tour to every high school in America. Oh, wow. To be used as a high recruiting tool. Yeah, yeah, I know. It will take a, several years to complete its circuit, but it's getting a... That's trailer cool. so it can go around the country. So eventually it will be at my high school, which is so weird yeah. um, to think about, but <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. So that's, that's cool. Neat. So yeah, that's really I neat. mean for Gulfstream and hovercraft, I mean, that's really, really neat. And I knew so they were they, talking about doing the, the cockpit redesign. Anyway, I actually heard about that before I knew you were working on that. So that's really cool. Oh, really? Yeah. Where'd you it's, hear that? I just, you know, I, I, I'm interested in way too many things as everybody knows, but I love <laughs> planes too. So I was following somebody who was talking about the new Gulfstream and I was like, cool. I think I could probably get one like a TRBS Gulfstream probably in oh, 2022. Yeah. And because I was looking into that. Really? Yeah. Maybe an old um, five. Wouldn't that be fun? And we could all like record from the plane, you know, and we could oh have my gosh, like, that'd be sick. yeah. So 
I mean, what yeah. are they, 70 million, something like that? That's not a big deal. We got a Patreon <laughs> if anybody wants to help out, by the way. Hey, hey, what I want to know is uh, that the design your team came up with, is it being implemented? Yes, that's well, a good question. So we had our final presentation and they didn't really give us much feedback, to be honest. They were just kind of like talked amongst mm-hmm. themselves. And so I was like, hey, how can we keep up to date with this project? Like what you guys have chosen to implement from our proposal, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, well, you can just keep an eye on our LinkedIn and you'll see something in five to eight years. And I was oh like, my oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> That's all they would huh. say. So I don't, okay. I don't know, but they were excited about a few things. We proposed like some things for the pilots to be able to control more of their environment, airflow, like volume of their headset, lighting, like within the interior. Um, they couldn't do that before? No. Weird. Which is kind of crazy because with the, with the planes, obviously a luxury jet, they're prioritizing the cabin mm-hmm. because that's what well, the sure, client but- is going to be, all of that stuff. But for $70 million, you would think that it would be more advanced than like your car, but it's really the other way around. Well, they are prioritizing, you know, range and speed and other things like that, you know, because they want to get them there quickly and make sure they've got enough fuel to get around the world and stuff. So they are doing a lot with that. But yeah, you're right. Some of the technology is amazing. Good for you for thinking of the pilots who, uh, you know, who who transport the 1% from point A to point B. So the point 1%. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So maybe you guys will see something in five to eight years only. Yeah. So then you drove all the way back to Colorado and, uh, you know, you're, I did. you're home I, hanging out for a while. <laughs> I got a cold uh, during finals week, but I didn't have COVID. So I was like, okay. So good. I drove all the way across the country with a cold Ugh. and I was like, man, if I can do this, I can do anything. That's intense. And then <laughs> I got home and I got over my cold and then I have another cold. Oh <laughs> my God. Wow. Who'd you get this one from? Whose fault is this this well, time? I think so. We went to um, visit my grandparents, mm. and it, that's in Oklahoma. And that, there you go. Gotcha. So I think I got fault. it from the plane or something. You know, Captain's got a similar story too, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Coincidentally, I have a very similar story, except it's uh, it ended up differently. So uh, last weekend, uh, we drove up to South Dakota to see my dad and my brothers, my brother and his family, and his three kids all had a cold. And they were, you know, being kids, they being little kids, they were all coughing, you know, uh, not, not covering their mouths when they coughed and <laughs> coughing, like at the table, well, they're coughing right. into the air at the, at the dinner table and stuff. And, yeah. And, the and, yeah and my, my wife and I are looking at each other going, oh no. So, and we knew it wasn't COVID. It was, it was almost certainly a cold and that's what they said it was. But I was supposed to come to uh, Colorado the next day and I canceled my trip because I didn't want to risk giving a cold to anybody before Christmas. See, that oh, is respectful, so nice. by the way. Yes, that is really, really yeah. cool and respectful. And a lot of people were like, so? The trip was not absolutely necessary. And all I've done was postpone it two weeks. So now I'm just going the week after Christmas. And just to make sure I don't have my my nephews and yeah. nieces cold. So I'm, I'm bummed yeah, you're not here in the you. studio, but that was a good decision and very respectful. So yeah. thank you. Everyone seems a superhero to be approach. appreciative of it. Yeah. yeah, so. And I appreciate that. Well, as a result... We have nothing to do this week because, you know, you're not here. So Sarah and I have literally been like, what do we do? No, I'm kidding. Actually, we've been working our butts off hard. And, and it, right. it's funny because, you know, we talk about what are we watching? I've been so busy. I've been working until two or three in the morning most nights. You know, I'm just like, this is ridiculous. So I haven't been watching much, but um, we have been doing the Christmas light tours, which has been fun. We're, we're finding some neighborhoods are putting out a lot more this year. 
than they ever have, which is awesome. Oh, wow. Um, and so it's been kind of like, man, we have to really go slow through all this because it's crazy. But where's the snow? I mean, it's like the other day we went for oh, a bike ride God. instead of gone sledding. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> little shout out to our uh, Colorado State Rams basketball team. They just this week ranked number 23 in the nation of all NCAA teams. And uh, I don't know how many they're, they're still undefeated. And they're one of like, I don't know, six or seven undefeated teams. Wow. Still. It's so cool. I mean, that's like I have a friend, by the yeah. way. Hi, Spencer. I just want to say Blue Phoenix. Anyway, he, he and I were talking and one year he's <laughs> like, he's like, you know, I went to Purdue. You could become a Boilermaker fan. He goes, you know, CSU just never gets on the map. <laughs> like, I know. Right. So, you know, it's like the top teams and all that. And of course, Purdue's doing very well. So congrats to them. But geez, it's Wait, like you're it's, talking men's basketball or women's basketball. Well, both actually. But men's is the one that's ranked 23. Women's 23, is okay. uh, they've only lost one game this year. And this is the best start they've had in a long time, too. So it's awesome. kind of nice to actually see. Oh, and my Phoenix Suns, you know. I've been a Suns fan since I was a kid, you know, and it's like they're in, you know, within the top two of the NBA, they're kind of like back and forth to the Warriors right now. But it's so cool. It's like uh, Warriors again. I know. No offense to uh, Warriors fans. One I'm, year I'm off from the Golden State Warriors. It. it was almost two years, actually. But <laughs> okay, two years. I mean, I've been a Suns fan so long and they've been crappy for 10 years. And so it's like, hey, look at this. Like all my teams are doing well. It's just, it's kind of exciting. Booyah. All right. Yeah. What are you nerding nice. out on calf calf? I call you calf <laughs> Caffity. decaf. Yeah. So every Christmas and every break, I always try to stay busy one because I just get bored. Um, I of course love the breaks away from school and having my time to do other things, but I always try to like teach myself something new. So last Christmas I was, learning how to like sew and we're making blankets as like a sort of word of mouth, like Etsy shop. And then um, over the summer, we started making furniture. We as in me and Nico. Yeah. Yeah. And so I taught myself how to upholster and like, that was, that's super awesome. And then um, now that I'm back, I've been making jackets out of like repurposed fabrics, basically just like old quilts that you can buy, like, at the thrift store. Yeah. And so, yeah, I actually made the one that I'm wearing for those watching oh, on the cool. YouTube. You the make YouTube. your own jackets. See, wow. that's so cool. Yeah. It has like <laughs> eagles on it and on oh, the wow. back here. I got to show you the back. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is cool. We get to, we get to see like a full on. Wow. Look at that thing. That's cool. What is that? Like a, uh, it looks like a reindeer. It's a reindeer. Is There's it a, a moose on the moose. back? Okay, I was like, it's oh, either moose, okay. I'm just thinking reindeer, but yeah, it yeah, does. That was it is not a moose. like a seamless transition, but <laughs> that's really cool. Show <laughs> you the back of my jacket. So, but, what kind of comments are you getting when you're walking around and people are just like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! What is that?" Somebody said anything? Um, actually, yeah, someone. Um, I went to the botanical gardens, the lights at the botanical oh, yeah. gardens, um, which was so awesome. I've never even been to the botanical gardens, which is crazy because I love plants, <laughs> as you know. Yeah. But yeah, my friend went with me and he was like, oh my gosh, like what a jacket. And I was like, yeah, I made it. And he was like so impressed. And so people That's are same. people are kind of impressed, but I'm also impressed yeah. with myself. And I've been making them as gifts and all of that because when you repurpose those fabrics, like one, I feel better because it's not like... It's kind of going to waste anyway, right. technically. And it's way cheaper. Like I could oh, get yeah. a whole blanket for like 12 bucks. But if I went to Joann's or something to get like fabric for one side of it, it would be like $30. Yeah. Wow. So That's cool. How, so yeah, how warm are they, by the way? Pretty warm because so the quilts, they have like a 
a foam liner in between the layers. So they're pretty thick. Okay. That's nice. As much as you like plants, the background in your room is incon- is conspicuously absent of plants. What's up with that? Yeah. Okay, where are well, they? Yeah. There's this sad oh. tree right here Okay, because okay. no one watered it when I was gone. Charlie Brown tree. <laughs> I have my uh, pothos plant up here. Oh, there it is. You can oh, see okay. It. Yeah. It's climbing the up the wall. Inverted, so I don't really know where I'm pointing. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about the um, inverted camera. Like a newbie weatherman. Yeah. Yeah. And then I have um, a snake plant over there, and then all my other plants are not in my room. Okay. If I was in Savannah, they would all be in my room. Okay. Well, we'll have to do. We'll have to have you back on the show when you're actually yeah, in Savannah, to, and we we'll see all your plants and just talk to them. I'll instead. have to give a plant haul. I love my plants. They're like my children. Yeah. They do the drive with me to and from. Oh, that's impressive. How do they handle <laughs> that? Cool. They are pretty good. The winters are kind of tough because I stop overnight. So sometimes it gets kind of cold um, in St. Louis where I stop. But um, I try to just like wrap them up in plastic bags so that they'll kind of like humidify themselves and keep themselves right. warm. But I haven't lost any to the drive yet. Nice. So You're good. Yeah. That's cool. Well, I got to say that I'm extremely impressed that you have learned all of this from scratch essentially. And I mean, you've been able to actually do it successfully too, which I think is incredible because I think it's good to learn new things. In fact, you know, it's so funny. Um, you'll, you'll hear the the people talking about how do you prevent Alzheimer's and dementia and those things. And they just talk about keep learning and trying new things and all that. And so it's like, they keep talking about if people would start when they were younger, they get into the habit of doing that throughout their entire life. So I think it's cool. Thank nice you. Yeah. I'm always trying to keep myself busy and learn new things and add to my toolbox of yeah. skills. So yeah, but cool. I'm going to, um, once I finish the one that I'm working on, I'm going to go one, I need a new headshot, but two, I'm going to go like take some pictures of them and add them to my website, which is plugged down below. <laughs> I think your, uh, your headshot <laughs> right now is fine. Website Cause I'm trying to get a job. Uh, first of all, you got a good headshot right there. We'll just use that. Second of uh, all, um, yeah. <laughs> Second of all, the only way you can plug your website is if we get like a 50% commission or something like that. So. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll go 30. We'll go 30. <laughs> of course. I'll make you a jacket. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's right below. If you're watching, which is natalie You better, um, you better spell yeah. that out. Oh, okay. So it's N A T A L I E. We know Natalie. S C H A A K E dot com. That, the last name is the tricky part. Yes, but, yes. We will yeah. we will put that in the show notes and in the description on the YouTube channel and all that. So make sure to go check it out and link to it. And that's pretty cool. Thanks, I love guys. that. Yeah. No, I think it's great. I think thank it's you. really cool when people do stuff like what you're doing. So nice job. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. And if you're interested in seeing like the hovercraft and stuff that I talked about, it's should be on there by the time you're oh, looking at it. Yeah. Um, except the Gulfstream one is under NDA. So if you do want to see it, I can show you, but it just can't, can't be public. No, yeah, just, just like show us a like picture a of the plane. Meeting. Okay. Show us a picture of the model plane, you know, the, which Gulfstream model it is. And that'll be enough. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> Oh, that's a neat plane she's working on. Yeah. That that's yeah. cool. They have oval that way you windows. Don't have to worry about your NDA. Yeah, there you go. True. <laughs> yeah. You just take a picture off their website. It'll be like, Hey, here it is. Well, that's neat. Yeah, well, I, I, I appreciate that. It's, it's nice to, to see, you know, all the things you're doing and glad things are going well. Now, wait, when, when's graduation coming up? I know it's coming soon. Yeah. Um, so since we're on a quarter system, I have two quarters left, but okay. basically it's pretty much a semester. I'll go from January 
through um, the end of May and I graduate at the beginning of June. So oh, cool. hopefully I'll have a job by then. That's yeah. cool. It's coming right up. I can't believe that. Yeah, Dang, I know. I feel that's like crazy. I totally yeah. was kind of gypped out of a college experience because of yeah. COVID. Right. But yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. And I still am getting my degree and graduating on time. And yeah. um, I still had a good time and I made some cool things. So that's cool. Yeah. Most of us have been gypped out of life for the last couple of years. Yeah, that's and true. it kind of sucks. But although some people, like I said, yeah, they're doing whatever. They're just living life like normal. And uh, that's kind of me. So, uh, well, to, well <laughs> I mean, that's not what I meant. I meant like, uh, you know, the people that are out doing whatever they want, but Hey, whatever. So yeah, we, we, we have balance not. and that's good. So dude, I think it's time for an origin. We're continuing our Christmas origins. I know. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh my God. Um, it's, oh, it's been, it's been a while. Uh, it's been a week. No, I'm just kidding. Holy. <laughs> it just feels like it's been forever. Anyway, we're doing so, Christmas origins. So captain, take it away, man. So yeah, this, so this week, I don't know how many people have heard of this. Uh, who have you guys heard of a Yule log before? Oh yeah. And people make yeah. fun of it too all the time. Yeah. Are so I, like, I really didn't like in the know. songs. Well, yes, like it's in, in the songs. songs. It's in the movies. People talk about a Yule log and oh, I don't have Yule log. No, I would never admit that. But then there's like a Yule log <laughs> cake too. That's yeah, what well, I've heard. Okay, so, so I'll, <laughs> I'll break it all out for you guys. Break it all down. Um, so first we're going to talk about the log. Now, the custom of burning the Yule log goes back to and before medieval times. It was originally a Nordic tradition. Uh, Yule is the name of the old winter solstice festivals in Scandinavia and other parts of Northern Europe, such as Germany. The Yule log was originally an entire tree, get this, that was carefully chosen, brought into the house with great ceremony, and the largest end of the log would be placed on the, in the, into the fire hearth while the rest of the tree stuck out into the room. <laughs> Oh, interesting. So you had you had these people's houses back way back uh, centuries ago where they'd have this whole tree. I don't know how. I mean, I didn't know people's houses were big enough to do this. Uh, where they'd stick the the biggest end of the log, the bottom, I'm assuming, into the fire, and the rest of it would be sticking out. I mean, people would be tripping over it all the time. You're talking about like horizontally sticking out into the room, not yeah, not yeah, vertically. The, yeah, so the, the, the rest of the tree stuck out into the room. Uh, the log would be okay. lit from the remains of the previous year's Yule log, which had been carefully stored away and slowly fed into the fire through the 12 days of Christmas, which apparently mm. is an old thing. Um, it was considered important that relighting the relighting process was carried out by someone with clean hands. Mm. Just all the little things that humans make up, you know? Um, in <laughs> Provence... It is traditional that the whole family helps to cut the log down and that a, a little is burnt, a little bit is burnt each night. Uh, if any of the log is left after the 12th night, it is kept safe in the house until the next Christmas to protect against lightning. In some parts of the Netherlands, this was also done, uh, but the log had to be stored under a bed. In some Eastern European countries, the log was cut down on Christmas Eve morning and lit that evening. So everyone does it a little different. In Cornwall in the UK, the log is called the mock. And the log is dried out and then uh, the bark is taken off before it comes out of the house to be burnt. Also in the UK, barrel makers uh, or coopers, as they were traditionally called, gave their customers old logs that they could not use for making barrels for Yule logs. Uh, now, the custom of the Yule log spread all over Europe and different kinds of wood are used in different countries. In England, oak is traditional. That makes sense. In Scotland, it's birch. And in France, it's cherry. Also in France, the log is sprinkled with wine before it is burnt so that it smells nice when it's lit. 
That's a great idea. In Devon and Somerset in the UK, some people have a very large bunch of ash twigs instead of the log. This comes from a local legend that Joseph, Mary, and Jesus were very cold when the shepherds found them on Christmas night. So the shepherds got some branches or twigs to burn to keep them warm. In some parts of Ireland, people have a large candle instead of a log, and this is only lit on New Year's Eve and the 12th night. Interestingly enough, different chemicals can be sprinkled on the log, uh, like wine, to make the log burn with different colored flames. Now, if you all remember your high school chemistry, potassium nitrate equals violet color. So if you uh, throw some potassium nitrate, it'll turn purple. Barium nitrate, apple green. Borax, vivid green. Copper sulfate, blue. And if you throw table salt on it, it burns a bright yellow. That is fascinating. So why yeah. why are people always like not proud to have a Yule log? I don't, I don't understand this. Like I don't it know. Seems like I, just I kind of a random tradition. Nobody does it anymore. <laughs> It's a very, very bygone tradition and yeah. uh, one that originated in, in the pagan Northern Europe. So that's interesting. So you're going to, yeah. are you going to do it this year? Yeah. No. Oh, no. <laughs> you're not going to go chop down a tree. But I no. do wonder if, if people with the I mean, different colors. Might, oh, that would be Yeah. Fun. Well, there I, may I be like someone that. listening that does Yule logs still in their family. And I wonder if you can just go onto Amazon and, and buy little packets of borax and copper, nut, copper sulfate and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. just yeah. for fun totally. to go. It would be, you know, just to, Chuck it on the fire and watch it. You know what I miss? You know what I miss though, is that like most of the houses these days don't have wood burning fireplaces anymore. Or if they do, most people have like converted them over to something like gas or whatever. But once in a, I mean, I miss the smell. It's like, cause you know, it's only been within the last five, 10 years or something like that, that a lot of them converted, but there's a part of town that I'll drive through and it'll be like, Oh, somebody's having a real fire and it just, it smells good. And it smells like Christmas and, Anyway, the smell I and the, the smell and the and the sound in the room, you know, oh, just yeah. the crackling of the fire that that and know. you know, not in a camp <laughs> setting. I know. You can uh, put those on TV now. I That's know, all you need. I know. It just doesn't <laughs> it doesn't smell. It's That's like right. it's like fake trees, you know. Yeah, you just didn't get the smell. Yeah. So now, now we'll talk about the cake. Okay, now, a lot of people us. out there who have heard of a Yule log think of the cake that their grandma makes at, on Christmas or whatever. So the cake, also called a, a bouche de Noël, uh, emerged in the 19th century, probably in France, uh, before spreading to other countries. So the 1800s, not too long ago. It is traditionally made from a Genoese, uh, generally baked, baked in a large, shallow Swiss roll pan. I'm just going to make you hungry now. Iced, rolled to form a cylinder, and iced again on the outside. The most common combination is basic yellow sponge cake and chocolate buttercream. Many variations exist uh, that include chocolate cake, a ganache, and icings flavored with espresso or liqueurs. Yulog cakes are often served with uh, one end cut off and set atop the cake or protruding from its side to resemble a chopped off branch. Mm. Uh, a bark-like texture is often produced by dragging a fork through the icing and powdered sugar sprinkled to resemble snow. Other cake decorations may include actual tree branches. Oh, okay. Uh, don't eat that, uh, Billy. Uh, fresh berries <laughs> and mushrooms made of meringue or marzipan. And uh, by the way, the name Bouche de Noel originally referred to the Yule log itself, but was transferred to the dessert after the custom had fallen out of, fallen out of popular use. So back in the day, the French called the actual Yule log a Bouche de Noel, a log of Christmas. Mm. But I'm guessing most people, when they think of a Yule log, they're thinking of the dessert. So I'm starving right now. So the dessert is made to look like the real. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, we don't want to stick a log in the fire every year. Let's just make a cake and make it look like a log. That's what they did. Perfect. Yeah. Fun for the whole family. Yeah, exactly. Very dangerous with all these chemicals. (laughs) and (laughs) Light the cake on fire too with the chemicals. Ooh. 
Because yeah. I know there you go. I'm so starving. Your Yule log origin, guys. <sighs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm going to go make it. It just sounds like a good dessert. I mean, I've, I don't think I've I ever know. had one, but that's amazing. I don't know if I have either, but it does sound good. I think I have, but it's been a while. So Sarah made some good desserts, you know, to give out to the neighbors and stuff. And oh my gosh. You're like, don't give them away. I know that's what I said. I'm like, yeah, oh, that looks terrible. I, I, it was so funny. I, don't give me nothing. I sampled something. I was just like, ooh, I don't know about this one. And she's like, what's wrong with that? I'm like, you know, I said the texture's kind of weird. Um, I don't, I don't think I would. I didn't actually say texture. I didn't say anything negative. I just said I don't think I would serve this to them because I don't think they're gonna like it. She goes, and she's so oh. right for you, yeah. And notice she didn't. She goes, oh well, maybe. Uh, maybe, yeah, if they don't like gluten-free, because that one was a gluten-free one. And I was like, yeah, you should probably just let me eat them all. Yeah. Then she <laughs> then saw she through it, and I was like, dang it. Yeah, shoot. You went too I far. lost it. I know. I should have. Shoot. I should have just broken them all. Like, oops, I dropped them. You know, that kind of thing. They're really good, like though. Them. There's a dark chocolate them. peppermint. There's like a full fudge dark chocolate. Then there's a peppermint cookie kind of style with all kinds of good stuff in it. And then... She did uh, those little Buckeye things, which are really, really good. And then some chocolate brownie kind of style cake. And wow. I mean, it's a, it's a, it is, but you know, she actually loves, that's one of her things is she just loves to create concoctions like that and bake and stuff. So it's kind of fun, but um, it's a good thing. I'm not eating all of those because, you know, I don't need to look because, you know, I need to, I need need to look good now that we're on camera. Got to avoid the diabetes. (laughs) <laughs> Don't want damn diabetes. All right. Hey, Caffeinatrix, what's your uh, top three favorite Christmas movies? I'm going to go with that. Oh my gosh. Well, my number one is Elf for sure. Okay. That's like Ugh. a tradition for my family. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh, pipe down over there. Every year on Christmas Eve, we have like a ton of traditions that we do as a family. And one of them is watching Elf. Beautiful. Um, and so, yeah, that's definitely my favorite one. I also like the ones like the old animated like stop motion. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So like Rudolph yeah. and Rudolph and uh, the day and without a Santa yeah. Claus. Yeah. And yeah. like the abominable snowman and like yeah. all of those ones. Yeah. Um, that watch. kind of counts as three because there's a bunch of those yes. ones. Yeah. Does Santa know you left the workshop? <laughs> yeah. I elf is up there for me too. I know you just don't like, you don't like his, what's his name? Do you? Will Ferrell. I'm just not a fan of Will Ferrell. I don't, oh I don't dislike the guy. I just don't, I'm just, yeah. I just, have his humor Elf, does though? not do it for me. And it's just, I don't know. Have you seen Elf? No, I've never seen Elf. <gasps> okay, well then, dude. Oh so, my gosh, you can't pass I judgment know, on I can't, Elf. Well, that's you haven't the even thing. seen it. So Will I know, but Ferrell, it's, it's Will Ferrell, so no, 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 I don't no, want to see it. You have to understand that Elf is like a different side of Will Ferrell than most of his yeah. movies. And it's really it good. Like I, Anchorman, it's okay. I didn't it's like a the comedy, second one, but it's like drier. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is just like, like it's, he was it's not caffeinated. Like trying to be super like a comedy. It's trying yeah. to be like a Christmas classic and they ended up yeah. casting him. And there's actually this like documentary about it on Netflix. I don't know if you guys oh. have watched it, but oh, is um, it the movies like that about, made us? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. Elf is like one of the episodes and That's they were talking the about how that I didn't watch. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, they were talking about how they casted oh, Will Ferrell to be Buddy the Elf yeah. and okay. how they got like a lot of like throwback or whatever word I'm trying to think of <laughs> because um, he was like pushback. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Because he was on SNL and they were like, yeah. why do we want the main character to be like a comedian? But it is a totally different side of him. It's a really great movie. Oh, it, is. it really is. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. It is. In fact, it's one of the back. it's one of the better Christmas movies I think ever made. 
And clearly honestly, everyone loves it. So yeah, yeah it's funny. And it, yeah, I, honestly, I could not have, th- I couldn't think of anyone that they could have cast better than Will Ferrell, truthfully. All right. Okay. So it's good. It's I'll worth you know it. Well, I think. Uh, did you yeah. see that they were trying to make a second one? Oh, no. And he and he said no. Good. He wouldn't do it. That's good. And I was oh, like, really? thank you. Because if they made another one, it would totally ruin everything. It really would. Oh, okay. It would. Well, I I mean, my, my top three are, well, I don't know about top. Definitely top two are definitely Home Alone and Christmas Vacation just because those are I don't, but then it, it's kind of like, there's a lot. So like, I love the, the Santa Claus with Tim Allen, you know, that's a classic, of course, elf. Uh, man, I don't know that, that original stop motion claymation Rudolph is one of my absolute favorites too. I used to watch that as a kid all the time. So that's a, a good one, but the Christmas Chronicles movies, while they're kind of cheesy, have always been kind of fun too. You know, the new ones that they did on Netflix, uh, Kurt Russell and right, yeah, with that, Kurt Russell. Yeah. yeah, those were fun. So yeah, you know, I've been I've been watching a lot of those just kind of in the background, just because it's like I haven't had time to watch a lot of new stuff, and so I'm like, well, I can at least just kind of listen while I'm doing some work and stuff, which is nice. No anyway, Hallmark movies on your list. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I mentioned one last week that yeah. was semi. Uh, it's not Hallmark, but it was a Netflix kind of Hallmarky, which was Love Hard. Oh my gosh! Did you was watch it about that? like some some baker in the country? No, they, no, no. That's the thing. <laughs> Actually, all, it was different. I like that. Same plot line. I know. It's like some them. city dude goes to the farm and falls in love with the farm life, and you know, ends up being like the ultimate lumberjack. <laughs> Yeah, wow. yeah. It's they like, go home and they fall so. in love with the local baker. Yeah, and it's oh, just, I just, I just, he's so hot. It's and everybody is, in the stars. Everybody is like chiseled, perfect. You know, they don't have any blemishes. They don't have an ounce of fat on their body. I mean, they're like the perfect models. You know, because we want to, we really want to teach the world that beauty is everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what we grew up on. I know, and there's no way like those. The thing I don't like about those Hallmark movies is how completely unrealistic they are. It's like, but they try to make them realistic. It's you know you watch a movie like Elf. I have never, like, I have <laughs> never heard of a story in real life where some city person goes back and falls in love with the local baker in a small town. <laughs> I've never heard that. To oh, be it true. happens. It totally happens. It I've, seems I've never in the Hallmark. Seen in the Hallmark really? movies, it seems like it happens to like every single person because that's <laughs> like, that's, that's what's supposed <laughs> to happen to me. I guess I should just become a baker and some like cute yeah, and, guy. Will just and just wait for some hot city guy to come just magically appear yeah. in your bakery. Yeah. Exactly. What about Nico? Is, is he a hot well, city guy? Don't be maybe he's Nico. a city guy. I don't know. But he already oh, fell no. in love with you. So does that count? Are you, are you a baker right now? That's why I'm saying. I don't think it's realistic. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. That didn't I, happen to me. I've never seen a Hallmark movie ever, ever, ever. So I don't even know what they're like. I well, have no basis now you know. You know, it's yeah. literally yeah. they're all the same. I we <laughs> I know a lot of people who adore Hallmark Christmas movies, and they that's what they watch every year. And so uh, we're not trashing them, by the way. I mean, we kind of are, but we're really not because I just think <laughs> I think they're hilarious. I have seen a couple of them, and I was just like, wow. You know, okay. Here's the saving the grace for me: feel good. You feel good afterwards. That's that's the saving grace. But otherwise, I'm just kind of like, yeah, I don't that's really what get into those for. as that's well. What they, that's what I've heard they're for. Is that's, just that's it. Feel yeah. good movies. Yeah. Well, but a lot of them, a lot of Christmas movies are. I mean, Elf is a feel good movie, and you don't. Yeah, but they always have a sad part. They always have like the yeah. bridge. I hate that. Like, the why can't scene. there just be like a a movie where like nothing bad happens? Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> it's a wonderful life, you know. The bridge scene. It's another bridge scene. My gosh. Yeah, it's so sad. It like. I don't know. I know that's like the classic plot 
that each movie yeah. has to like follow to keep you interested. But I think I would still be interested if it was just like good all the way through. I, I'm fine with that. Hey, yeah. my three favorites are Home Alone, Christmas Vacation, and Die Hard. Those are my oh, three yeah, favorites. Oh, yeah, Die Hard. Duh. Forgot, forgot, forget, yeah. I forget about that one. Die Hard's a good one. So, That's up there. Yeah. Nice. It counts. Well, I also put Better Off Dead in there, you know, because it's it counts oh, as a Christmas dude. movie okay, these yeah, days, okay, too. Then, so. then Die Hard. Better yeah. Off Dead than Die Hard. Yeah. Yeah. Better Off Dead is classic. It's just so dumb. Right. All right. Well, a bunch of stuff coming up here, actually. I'm throwing this one out. First of all, The Witcher Season 2 is out Wednesday. So for oh, those okay. of you who are like, oh, let's do this, you know, we're gonna we're gonna watch and talk about it. Cobra Let Kai. The confusion begin. Oh my gosh, yeah. The the time jumps. Cobra Kai season four is out on New Year's oh, Eve, which I'm so excited about. It can't get here soon enough. I know. And then a couple of movies, of course, Spider-Man, No Way Home, the new one, it's out today in the theaters. All and right. The Matrix Resurrections, which we'll see if it's any good, is coming out also Wednesday, streaming and on in theaters too. So we're gonna see where it goes, but um that's coming. Now you, Captain, you checked out The Expanse season six a little bit. So how did that start off? Yeah, just very briefly. I just one episode so far. It starts out with a bit of a whimper. Uh, episode one's mostly continuation of last season. Doesn't yet include introduce uh, the primary antagonist uh, for this last season. And it's only a six episode season, so they better get with it. I'm I'm just really worried they're going to try and cram too much into six episodes. Yeah, and it's going to be it's going to flop kind of like what uh, season seven of game of Thrones did with most in most people's opinions. They just kind of fell flat a little bit w- way lower than everyone's expectations. So instead of a se- a grand series finale, it's going to be a bit of a series whimper out, just kind I of a series cooter out kind well, of thing. I don't know. People have been kind of talking about the whole issue of what's going to happen with only six episodes and how are they going to wrap up an entire series that isn't done yet? an epic series yeah. in, in six episodes. I it's, it's too bad. I I'm crossing my fingers, but I, it, the whole situation is a little disappointing to me. So yeah, cause that's a good series, dude. That's is, a dude. really good series. It really is. Okay. Hawkeye. Now yeah. you finally had a chance to check out Hawkeye, which I love. And I know I was talking very highly <laughs> of it. And then you, you watched the first episode and I was like, Oh, okay. What did you, what did you think? Though, yeah. The show so after the first episode, I was a little bit worried. I felt like what a Marvel show might look like on the Hallmark network, uh, ironically. Um, and <laughs> it had, it just had a little too much cheese for my taste. However, the subsequent episodes have more than made up for this. Uh, the strongest aspect of the series so far is the chemistry. Like you were kind of mentioning, uh, before yeah. the chemistry between the two main characters is phenomenal. So if you can get past the first episode and it's not that bad, it's just, it was, it, it threw me off a little bit. Episodes two through four were awesome. So, yeah. And you know, what's funny is I like, I liked the first episode and, and it's funny because now we're talking about Hallmark movies. You haven't seen one is what you mentioned. And so that's why yeah. I didn't think the first episode was very Hallmarky because Hallmark is very different. But at the same time, you're right. There was a kind of a cheese factor to the first episode that I don't think any of us experienced or expected, I, I guess. I have a general feel for what people describe as a Hallmark uh, movie. Yeah. So that that's what I based my comment on, right? So uh, no, I know. a lot, I think it's kind of common. I've heard other people mention Hallmark movie feel and they probably have never seen a Hallmark movie. So yeah. I stand, I stand guilty. Yes. No, no, it's fine. I'm just saying it's kind of funny that <laughs> It was actually kind of like that, but you know, I'm, I'm loving it still. In fact, I just got through, was it? Yeah. Episode four. It was a six episode run as well for this show. Episode four. Yeah. And, and you saw episode four too. So one of the things you and I were talking about that I was hoping would be a part of the show 
has. And, and I'm very excited about yes. that. See where it goes. But um, right. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's interesting about this because it's typical Marvel action. It's typical Marvel movie or sh- I mean, I guess show, sorry, I want to say movie, but it's a show. And it's also like really positive, really fun. And it's feel good mixed with all of that, which is, I mean, it's something I've been wanting for a long time because I'm getting tired and we've talked about this so much, but I'm so tired of the overtly dark content that just keeps getting pushed at us. And it's like, you know, it it has its place, but I need something positive too. Once in a while, you know what I mean? mean, And and like you said before, it's a very Christmas Yes. Uh, show. It's very yeah. Christmas centric. So if you if you're looking for something Christmassy to watch this holiday season and you like Marvel, you can't do much worse than Hawkeye. So I agree. Or much better, I should say. <laughs> yeah, much, much better. All right. Well, here's what I'm gonna do. Uh we're, we're gonna wrap up with some music really quickly because my goodness, time is flying and we gotta go already. But Caffeinatrix, you've got some some new music you wanted to share with us. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I have broken it down into a few categories, even though there's only three songs, but there's a category per each song. So my most played this year for my Spotify was this song called Grand Budapest. Um, it's by someone called Words Played and it features Weatherman. It's hmm. like a very, it's a happy song. I don't know. I, nice. I can definitely Budapest. get down to it. A throwback song I've also been listening to this year is Bills by Lunch Money Lewis. I used to listen to that in like middle school and it's still a bop to this day. Nice. I love me some good throwback songs always. I, I love what your, your, your idea of a throwback song and ours is totally different, but go ahead. Oh my gosh. Well, that's throwback too. There's like different ranges of throwback songs. Sure. I think there's like uh, old school um, throwback and then like classic throwback. Right. Yeah. Yeah. True. And then for Christmas, since it's coming up, um, aside from the classics, Oh Santa by Mariah Carey, I think it's <laughs> underrated. I can kind of get turned to that one. Um, it has like Ariana Grande and like someone else. I don't know, but it's kind of a bop, but it is a good song. Yeah. It's on my playlist. Very cool. Aside cool. from the classics, I do love the classics and like <sighs> the Christmas songs that are in Elf and stuff. Oh Yeah. Those are classics to me. Well, so first of all, your songs are going to be in the, um, the show notes. They'll be in the, the, you know, description and all that below and everything like that. So if you want to go check those out, we have a Spotify playlist. It's the, uh, TRBS 2021. So you can get those from there and I'm putting all the Christmas stuff in there as well, just because it's easier Ooh. to do it. You're going to have to start a 2022 here in a couple of weeks. I know. Isn't that crazy? I've, I've had a lot yeah. where it's been, I think we started back in 2017 already. We've just been kind of going through the years and talking all the stuff we talk about on the show is now in that. So you can go back and be like, Oh yeah, this is the songs we talked about in 2017. It's pretty sweet. Heck yeah. I love it. All right. So I've got two brand new ones here that are not Christmas, but I'm going to throw them out there. Lacey Sturm former lead singer of Flyleaf from way back has a new song called Awaken Love. It's really good. If you get a chance to check that one out and then Aurora, I'm a huge fan of Aurora. I always talk about her. Um, mm-hmm. Heathens is awesome. So that's a brand new one. And then I was, I was looking for something very different when it comes to Christmas because like I was talking about, I love the classics and I just kind of listen to that stuff, but I'm like, okay, let's do something unique. So first one here is a pretty new one here from Pentatonix with Lindsey Sterling, which of course everybody knows how much I love Lindsey Sterling. So good. Got to see her two years ago. It was amazing. But you know, the over the river to grandmother's house we go kind of song that everybody used to sing as kids. (laughs) It's a version of this, but Lindsey's violin is amazing. It is so much fun. So check that one out. And then uh, there's this guy that go, uh, his name is Manuel. I'm pretty sure it's the same dude that I interviewed a few years ago. 
I think, but it's like, I didn't know he was doing this gone off on his own, doing his music like this. Anyway, um, he has this like kind of hip hop version of Carol of the bells. And then also the nutcracker. There's two different tracks on there. It's really interesting. And it's like traditional kind of in the background, but then it's like full on hip hop stuff. So it's right. really fun. I'm going to throw those into the, the mix as well. Check them out. There you go. Nice. Oh my gosh. Well, Caffeinatrix, it has been a pleasure having you on and, and just talking to you again and, and seeing your face too. I mean, this is like, I think the last time it was yes. like about a year ago I've almost since I've seen you like in, well, I haven't I seen you in person for a long time. That's crazy. I know it has been a hot minute. Yeah. Well, I started the episode by saying that. Now I'm at, we've come full circle. We've come full circle. With that phrase. Yeah. Um, but thanks for having me back. Of course. As always. Yeah, it's great that we can actually see each other now. We can, we know, we all know what we look like now. So yeah. yes. I know because you guys didn't exactly. know. So that's pretty cool. That's right. Yeah. No, I only knew a voice. And now the you know the face. The sweet sounds of Captain Influence. You know what that <laughs> reminds me of right now? Deep thoughts with Captain Influence. My dad's idea of a Yule log has nothing to do with wood or cake. I just wish his tradition didn't wreck our bathroom every year. Well, you know what the music means. It is time to go. Thank you for joining us. This has been fun. Like, uh, you know, three of us here on video having a good time. But my goodness. Thank you. So realbrianshow.com for the show notes. It's uh, slash 308 if you want to go specifically. Description below. All kinds of fun stuff. There's so much to do. So anyway, uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thanks for joining us. Real Brian Show is signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.